Welcome to Just Dads Reading Books, a podcast about judging your kids for what they read. This is produced by Matt Martins and EJ Sanders. Music by Russian Baths. Good morning, everyone. I've decided it's morning on this. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I'm here with my my friend, question no. mark, EJ. <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> and EJ's here last with his week. enemy, Matt. Yeah, I did something awful to my friend. <laughs> last week. I was a bad friend last week. Last week, Matt got so hyped up and was like, I think we're ready for another Percy Jackson. <laughs> and we are we were not, we're not ready. ready i'm sorry everyone okay so oh, let's set some ground rules we t- we covered rick riordan's the sea of monsters the second in the percy jackson series our first episode ever was the lightning thief the first yep. of the percy jackson series and we did not like it much to what the dismay way. of percy jackson fans in our audience and and you know what for the first one i'm sorry okay it was to, also our first episode, it was our first so episode. it was like we really had, hard for us to know what yes. we were going to be yep. first off. Yep. Now that we know what we kind of are mm-hmm. a little bit, like we know kind of what our vibe is. It's yeah. like, okay, we could we could reapproach yes. a Percy Jackson book, or we thought we, we thought. could reapproach yep. uh, a Percy Jackson book. And however, yeah. uh, Matt, um, this was worse. This was worse. <laughs> and, and I just, I want to appall, like, listen. I want this to is a popular too. series. People like we these love books, you. and I and I love you for loving these books. And you know what? Right. I think there's there are things to love in here. There's merit. Right? Yeah, there's there's absolutely. great stuff in here. These are a series of action books, is what I'm going to call them. That's my new thing. These are action books, and and you know what? I just don't like action books. Not an action book guy. I'm sorry. So that's the the main thing for me is I just don't really like action books, and this one especially is just. All high octane battling monsters and and stuff like that. The the plot of the Sea of Monsters is uh, eventually our mm. titular character Percy Jackson makes his way back to Camp Half Blood, the camp where heroes are trained under the Greek mythology sort of pantheon. But when he gets back to Camp Half Blood in this one, something's wrong. There's something wrong with the tree. The tree at the center of the camp is messed up, and he's got to go get this thing called the Golden Fleece. And that's like it. That's the plot of this book, is it's him going to go get this Golden Fleece and bring it back to save the tree. Um, And that's just not... It wasn't enough for me. I wasn't grabbed by that. I think what we eventually discover as you, like meet the characters that you're going to meet along this one the entire hook of these books is like oh and along the adventure you're going to run into a various greek mythology things and and like in this one the big one is the cyclops uh polyphemus polyphemus Mm -hmm. uh which ej you noted is the cyclops from odyssey and when we put that together we were like wait this book just is odyssey the odyssey yeah 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 Yeah, for sure and you know i think like we said, we love you if you love these books. Yep. Go read them. In fact, you know, Rick Riordan uh, won back-to-back Mark Twain awards yeah. uh, in 2008 and 2009 for the first two books of this series, which 
puts, I mean, it's voted on basically by fifth and sixth graders mm. um, or, or essentially people who are in grades four through six. So about seven years younger than us, which puts these books, the age range, the people who would like them are probably somewhere around 23, 24 years old right um, now. Like these are the people who grew up with these books. Right. right so right. if you are in that sort of age range, go ahead, get on the discord. Tell us why we're wrong. Because uh-huh. clearly at at a certain point in time, this was like a huge deal. And I remember it being a big deal. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm I remember sure the movies coming out and I was like, what is yeah. that? And then there's a whole yeah. series of books and it's like, Oh dang, this right. is like a whole popular thing. That's great. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, but, uh, this book is, yeah, like you said, it's just the odyssey. And honestly, um, we, we came to a revelation about this book, I think mm-hmm. before the show started, um, because, you know, we both, I think, we both got all the way through it. I think Matt, you were a little bit you you kind of quit towards. I, I the cut end. a little right at the end. Honestly, it's kind of weird, but I'm, I'm yeah. like 80, yeah, well, right I'm not even eighty five percent. I just just shy eighty five percent through on the my last, audiobook. and yeah, the last ten percent of this book is just wrap up, and I really I I couldn't follow. I yeah. I, I honestly couldn't follow, and I and I do li- like I listen to these books. Like it's right. not like I'm sitting there you tune in trying to avoid listening to it. Yep. I was listening to it. And I just, I, I didn't get it um, yeah. at the end. Well, cause um, here's my issue. Cause I, I, I afterwards went and read the synopsis of everything. Cause I was even like the whole time I was listening to this thing. I was like, I, I like, I understand the beats, but right. I don't understand the point. Like, what are we doing? Right. And right. the reality is Percy gets told exactly where he, you got to go to the sea of monsters and get the golden fleece. Uh, your friend Grover is there. Like the, he knows all of that within the first knows. like 10%. I mean, he's, yeah. he's seeing dreams at Grover. He gets to camp. The camp is like, go find the golden fleece. It's at the place you already know about. So he's like going there. And then it's just a series of hijinks along the way. It's a series of things getting in the way, but none of them pertain to me. None of them pertain too specifically to like the character's internal journeys that's what i feel like this book is lacking is sort of a connection between the characters and something really driving them the the closest we have to that i would say is the antagonist of the sort of i guess series uh this other kid luke who's kind of the i don't know is the what's the kid in harry potter that uh, that's malfoy he's kind of the malfoy of percy jackson or whatever right um you get a little bit of like a bit more interaction between Percy and Luke and you can tell that that's getting set up more as the 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 sort of bigger conflict or whatever but yeah you because they're just going through motions of like beat to beat again like the Odyssey the Odyssey this classic the classic epic of just like and then this happens and then this happens and then this happens where Odyssey is written <laughs> you know forever ago and it feels different like this is i don't know it it doesn't feel like that that same hook works here and so then to your point ej at the end it feels like to me without having actually read the text but reading a synopsis it feels like the end of the book is like now really quickly let's sort of tie up and try to make an excuse for why every sort of beat within this was tied to something larger, right? It was sort of a uh, yeah. like, like we addressed in the holes episode. Ah, this one why, felt like this the is psycho. why we do. Yeah, yeah, this is why we did all this, and it's like yeah, it'd been nice to have known me, why yeah. things were happening along the way to keep me right. interested, as opposed to needing to wait till the very end to be told why anything there. is happening. Yeah, make it more of an it follows, please, yeah. and less of a psycho. <laughs> Thank you. That um, would be that'd be really nice. That would be really great. Now, uh, yeah, Percy is, and I'm gonna uh, just lightly. Percy is 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 just not the person 
yeah. for this series. Yeah. Like this young man doesn't so, learn anything. He's so frustrating like, at the beginning ever. of this book. <laughs> and and I I get why you have an Annabeth who's more of like a Hermione character. Uh-huh. Um, but we don't have a Harry Potter in this. Yeah. We have a Ron Weasley as our main <laughs> character, right? I mean, this would be like if you told the Wait. story of Harry Potter through Ron Weasley's eyes. Yeah, but right? but but Ron Weasley didn't grow up as a wizard, right? Ron Weasley right. was just a kid. Yeah. If Ron Weasley was Harry Potter, well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, Percy yeah. Jackson. That's Percy Jackson because this book, as we talked about kind of on the, on the uh, onset before we started uh, this recording, was this book should have been told from Annabeth's point yeah. of view. Yeah. And this Annabeth, one is, this one especially. Maybe, I don't know about the whole series, oh, but this, this specific book should have been the Annabeth. Annabeth story. is in every scene. Yeah. And Annabeth is basically just like the person who has to hold Percy's hand through yeah. everything. Yes, like she literally has to like tell him what everything is. Yes, and it's like she's really great at Greek mythology and all of that stuff. Why isn't this book about Annabeth? Right. She could have been explaining she's on the journey too. <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Instead of her just explaining <laughs> what I get so sick of in this book is, and it's, it's especially prevalent in the first few chapters where like Percy's at a normal school. He's at his normal seventh grade, end of his seventh grade year. And like weird stuff is happening to him. And he just went through an entire book of like, oh, weird stuff happens, but it's because it's all Greek mythology. But he spends the beginning of this book being like, what's all this weird stuff about? And it's like, dude, you know what it is. Like, it's the Greek mythology. I just wish he was a little bit more tuned in. But he's constantly like, well, I won't think too much about that. And then someone's like, well, dude, it's a, I mean, that, that your friend over there is a Cyclops. And he's like, huh? And let me squint my eye. Oh, it is a Cyclops. Interesting. I will note, actually, just on that note, it is, I, maybe I forgot about this from the first book, but I love that that Mort thing is in this as well, that people don't pay attention to stuff if it seems impossible. That same right. idea is present in this, that humans just don't notice that right. a Cyclops only has one eye if that sort of it would make them make them like reckon with reality or whatever. Oh, yeah, there's a there's a word for that. It's something blindness. It's yeah. like uh, face blindness almost, but like <laughs> in like a different way. But uh, yeah, Tyson is the name of this Cyclops. And I gotta say, Rick, oh. Rick, you did you did Tyson dirty in this. It one. was it was 2006. Listen, y'all, I, I and you know maybe some elements of it aren't actually handled that badly. But just hey, fair warning to anybody who wants to dive into this book. Within the first couple chapters, the R word is is just tossed out there. If you don't know what yeah. the R word is, Tyson is is a cyclops, but apparently people think he has developmental disabilities. Yeah. Not a fan of how that yeah. uh, all sort of shakes out. Not not yeah. really. It, it turns out yeah. later he's just a baby. And so it's like, why did right. we need all it's... of that? Like, he's just a baby Cyclops. Like, yeah, uh, like, of course, he's not fully developed. That Anyways. one feels like a misstep. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I was looking it, well, at the it's movie. All a misstep. Even the way sure. Percy thinks about Tyson. I know. Like this whole book is from. So this is the other problem with Percy, like being the main character is like Percy it's revealed to Percy early on that Tyson's his half brother. Yes. Like Cyclops are also children is, of Poseidon basically. Percy is not only just being like oh no like that can't be like he is disgusted by Tyson even mm -hmm. though like he like feels some sort of duty to protect him in some way. Yeah. And it's just it's just it it sucks because then like later on also he Tyson, like, at one point, Percy thinks he's dead, mm -hmm. and Percy, like, kind of doesn't care. 
<laughs> was that your t- read on it? I that was my read I mean, on it. It like was just like, was, I felt oh, like man, he was Tyson dead. gave it. Tyson up. Uh, Tyson gave his life for this. Yeah. Okay. Oh well, moving on. Like yeah. he would like think about those things, but, but it like didn't not have an from emotional like a, impact. Yeah. Right. Like it wasn't from like a, a a. It just never felt like the words that he was thinking. Like because obviously it's an inner monologue, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. It never felt like the way he was thinking had any empathy towards Tyson. Yeah. At least the way that this book was read. Right. And I honestly, like, I don't know if, like, I tried to think to myself, if I had read this myself, would I have picked up the same vibe? Yeah. But, like, I really, I really think I would have. I think it's just the way it's written is just like, oh, man, Tyson gave his life for me, huh? Yeah. Oh, bummer. Shoot. Right. Oh, well, <laughs> like, moving on to the next thing. And it's yeah. just like, why, why is that the read we're going for mm-hmm. here? Yeah, so, it's just rough across the board. There's also there are a lot of characters in this book, and honestly, it gets hard to keep track of like who is who. Yeah, Tantalus shows up, and I can't even tell you specifically like what Tantalus's whole deal is. There's Cersei. There's a character named Cersei, and I don't really know yep. what her goals or anything are. I don't know. I don't want to sit here. Up. I don't want to yeah. sit here and just dog on this book this whole episode because that's all. not no. fair. Because again, there's people that like it. And they don't want to sit here and listen to us just like have no, beef with not. the book. That's not fun. All right. So we've spent enough time doing that. We, we had our issues. But the, the more critical thing I think to get at then is I didn't finish this book. You were almost not going to finish it. But then you said this morning you decided to just go ahead and knock it out. You, 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 you pounded out the rest of this thing. I want to talk about not finishing books because that's something that's come up multiple times for us we have another book club and i saw a tiktok just just a whatever Mm -hmm. tiktok of an interview with someone who was being like the thing you learn when you know a lot of voracious readers and i i double checked this my mom is like a big 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 time reader she just that's that is her hobby she reads all the time and i checked i like showed her this tiktok and she immediately clicked into what was being said which was when you talk to people who read a lot you right. learn how often they bail on a book they don't care I, i'm not gonna sit here i don't have to have this they book will. win me over if the if i've gotten through 10 to 25 percent and i'm not interested at all there's a billion other books out there to read you might as well just move on to the next one i think it's just such a it's such a powerful point to me because like i don't think i understood that like back when we first started book club you and me both mm-hmm. We're not voracious no, readers, not Matt. You and I, yeah, uh, hadn't read in a the, decade. <laughs> right, we're the weakest, I think, of yes. the bunch. And so, like, what a start! Right in our in our adult book club, we started with a really tough book, yeah. in American Pastor, like right. a really kind of hard to get into mm-hmm. book. I would think, yeah, uh, has a pretty good hook, but like. You know, there are other books that we read that, you know, there are some that you haven't read yep. that, that, that we did for book club. But it's just like if it doesn't click for you and Percy Jackson just doesn't. And again, we know it's not for us. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it's for obviously children. Uh, and this is that's the other thing about Percy Jackson, though, is it's so obviously for children. That's right. Where, yeah. And, I mean, uh, the theme and, we, of this and we've show talked really about that before. Pokes its head out. And, and it was what happened with the first one. But it's just like. It, but but that was the reason we reread it, right? Or or, or not reread it? We but went back. Did to the it. second one is because last week, uh, we did Seance Tea Party, and that one also felt in that same tone, right? But yeah. I think the art and other aspects of that book carried us through. Of like, it's kind of childish, but that's got like an element of whimsy to it. And I think 
Percy Jackson is going for that same sort of childlike whimsy and like excitement of just like new Greek god stuff being introduced. And I think it succeeds at those things. It obviously succeeds. It's a it's a massive success of a book. Right. <laughs> but uh, it just is proof that if I don't have, I don't know, something sort of bigger working yeah. on the thing, you know, if I don't have beautiful art to get into or perhaps a more personal message, then there's nothing left for me. And Sea of Monsters is a perfect example of that, where it's just like, it doesn't feel personal. It feels like an adventure that Percy goes on. And if I don't care about that, nothing about it is going to bring me back in. Yeah, I mean, well, it's what would what would Rick have to do to get me to even care about Percy? Yeah. Is the thing. It's it's so interesting the way this book is set up. I'm supposed to automatically care about my protagonist. And I think that that's such a misstep that some authors, I think, yeah, may put upon themselves. Think about the first book with Percy. How like that first scene is him basically getting bullied and yeah. then attacked by like some like right. crazy like you know whatever it is. Yeah. What am I supposed to? What What is Percy? Who is Percy? You know, yeah. he doesn't really have a personality. Well, <laughs> like, in the first book, to, to its credit, we didn't like it very much. But the first book is at least about like. I don't know who my father is. I feel lost in this world. I feel bad, held yeah. back by my dyslexia and my ADHD. Too. This book, it's like it just forgot all of those critical factors of right. Percy's like upbringing and history, and it just focused so hard on the just adventure at hand. Right. It just dives right in. It's just like, and here's another one. It has a very episodic, here's another one yes. to it, right? Like a very much like a SpongeBob SquarePants, right. like... This is the title card of, of the episode. It's Sea of Monsters this right. time. Right. Um, and instead of just like having a through, like Percy just went through like this crazy battle, like not yeah. less than a year ago. Right. And we don't hear any kind of, we don't really hear throughout this book, any sort of reminiscing on that. Right. It's all about like what happened 10 minutes ago, mm -hmm. which granted with ADHD, you might feel that <laughs> way, but trauma yeah. still exists, folks. Like, yeah. That's the other thing that doesn't get addressed is like you if you go through an ordeal like that, yeah. it changes you. You should be you should feel changed, right. you know, and Percy just is like you said, just oblivious at times. Yeah. Absolutely beside himself and how oblivious he is because right. he cannot he 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 cannot fathom that these things exist even yeah. though he is like you've said, he's he is literally been, like been to war with Aries, like yeah right like, <laughs> well and, and the best part of this book honestly is when we actually get the flavor of what the series is about which is like right. they get captured by luke the big antagonist yeah and he's like they start to uncover this whole plot of what's going on with luke and the god chronos like there's stuff that feels relevant and then that happens and we move on and we go to these other things that aren't relevant and it's like it felt like a drop ball if anything the notion that like we're not maybe investigating Percy as much in this book, but why aren't we investigating Annabeth? Why aren't we investigating Luke? Again, if this book had been from Annabeth's perspective, we could have had this sort of adventure happening, but in the background of that, in all of the internal monologue, is Annabeth uncovering yeah. her own history of all this stuff and how important these things are. Because she knows it. Because she knows why, it all. Why don't yeah. you make your... Why don't you make your... Like... Percy Jackson in the very first like book, and this is the biggest misstep, could have just been like a Greek mythology nerd. Like yeah, I right. would have bought into that, sure. right? Like right away, you just be like, 
Greek, you know, Percy is like so into yep. Greek mythology and all this, and then it turns out he's part of it. Well, because sometimes he does just know the stuff, right? Sometimes right. he like he like, oh right. yeah, I, I am aware of Polyphemus or whatever. It's like, why do you just know how? that one? I don't know that how? one. Explain how, it to how me. How do you know that one? How do you know that one? So yeah, it's um, it's it, it's it just falls apart. The whole the whole plot falls apart because of Percy Jackson. Just yeah. I really think being a weak character. But going back to your point, finishing books. Um, sometimes you don't have to, you don't, shouldn't feel obligated mm-hmm. to finish a book that hasn't, like you said, gotten you into it. Yeah. Like if it isn't, if it isn't clicking with you, then there's a, like, that's the reason we d- try not to read books we don't like on this show. Right. Like the biggest reason is because this is what that episode sounds like. Yeah. It's if not you very hate fun. this right now, <laughs> if you hate this right now, it's, it's because it's not fun for us to talk about either. Yeah. Like, we're not having a good time, you know, <laughs> saying ill things about this book. In fact, there's a lot that here in the closing of this episode, we're going to say a lot of great things about Rick Riordan. Yeah. Like we're about to say yes. a bunch of cool, really cool stuff about Rick Riordan. But um, just to just to put a cap on it, this book didn't yep. do it for us. We put it down. Um, and I'm, I don't think we're ever going back yeah, to Percy Jackson. I think this sealed it that, that we're just not the, the, the Olympians series isn't for us. I think when the series, there's a Disney plus series that's supposed to come out mm-hmm. when that happens, I'll probably check it out. Um, yeah. you, you said you might watch the movies. It, it's notable that they were a series of movies, except for the sea of monsters. The second one was the last movie. And then they didn't, it, it failed. Like it they was, didn't it anymore. didn't do enough. So they didn't keep making these movies i think it's because this i don't think this story is very strong and it's, yeah. it's the it's the problem with these big movie series right it's the problem with it if each story isn't strong in right. its own right right what are you going to do like yeah oh we got to get to the third book well mm-hmm. you may not have funding for the third book because right. you might fail if the second book isn't very good right like you know for all for all harry potter is outside of harry potter sure. harry potter at the very least has seven really good books Mm-hmm. in there like it really does and they have they have specific stories to tell they, that the, there's a story in each of those sure. so far to matt all we've read is american gods again yeah and odyssey and the odyssey <laughs> yeah like go read the odyssey right. instead like i mean obviously these you know if you're a kid you're probably not old enough but the odyssey's uh, actually really good well and i think we <laughs> like, said this last time too is like there are like if you like Greek mythology, like Greek mythology is go play good. Hades. Go read, go play Hades. Yeah, go play the video <laughs> game Hades. It's the best representation of Greek mythology yeah. I've ever played. It's awesome. Uh, but to that end, let's talk about what Rick Riordan has been up to. Rick Riordan presents yeah, is, is a series is is a it's called a book imprint, and a book imprint and is is essentially not a. Uh, it's sort of a publisher. Like An imprint a pub- of yeah. a publisher is a trade name under which it publishes work. Anyways, the point right. is Rick Riordan presents is a series of books that Rick Riordan is just putting his stamp on. Is saying these are cool and I like approve them, and they're yeah. it, they are similar to things I would write. And what I like about Rick Riordan is Rick Riordan went, I did all these Greek mythology things. I was into that, and I think more mythology series should exist yes. from other world mythologies. But I'm this American white dude 
who has right. no business like studying up and learning about some other mythologies. Uh, and people are writing these. Pe- other people right. from these cultures that these mythologies are based on are writing these stories. Let's give them their platform under a, a big name. This huge gold stamp of Rick Riordan Presents is like, you know, these huge. were a major series. These are Mike, Mark yeah. Twain winners. By doing that, we get to open up so many cool other series about things that are you know, maybe covered less in American uh, typical books, especially from like the early 2000s and stuff. So EJ and I for a while had on our list a few different series in this uh, in this imprint that we want to check out. And that's definitely where we're going next. I think we are completely abandoning the Percy Jackson series, but that does not mean we are done with the kind of Rick Riordan pantheon. Yeah, and I think and I think we even discussed this in our very first episode. Yeah. We talked about all of these, you know, some of these stuff, but right. it just it's like you said, to Rick Riordan's credit, just recognizing that hey, there are there's a lot more that can be, you know, that is in this same vein of mythology. And I think yep. part of where Rick's Percy Jackson, you know, fails a little bit for us is that these stories are stories you and I already know. Right. And so it probably does succeed at a much greater level mm-hmm. for children who have never, ever, ever heard of Tantalus, right? right. Like, or who have never heard of, of Poseidon or whatever, or yeah. Neptune. Or I don't know which it's Poseidon for Greek. Sorry. Um, but yeah, just, it would work great because then later on when they actually do read about these things, this is the great thing about the Percy Jackson series is when they read these books, they'll be like, oh, that's cool. That's a bunch of uh, names that yeah. I have to learn. Right. And then later on when they're in high school and they're reading the Odyssey, they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh. Like they I get have it. A, I have start a previous it. example. It's right. like how I feel about, maybe I've told, maybe we said this on The Lightning Thief. But to me, the most hilarious thing of my childhood is realizing that like Rugrats episodes <laughs> are telling stories of classic Story. Yep. Like there's so many Rugrats episodes where it's, it's like Westerns. Yeah. And and like then later in my life I experience, you know, something like It's a Wonderful Life. And it's like, that's a Rugrats episode. It's like, nah, <laughs> yeah. it's the other way around, but that's really cute that you around. that that you got that connection and you were It's the touchstone. Exactly. Yeah. And so I think having this as a touchstone is good for kids. But what what I think is cool about the Rick Riordan Presents series is like giving that touchstone to stuff that maybe still isn't being Taught right. it's like I don't know why they teach Greek mythology in schools. Who ca- who actually cares? And maybe that's I don't know if that stuff is slowing down or not. I mean, you definitely in most schools you do weird, read Odyssey. Maybe you read the Iliad, right? I don't know. Um, but like you've got in under Rick Riordan presents a bunch of stuff. Pandava Quintet is, is about Hindu mythology. The Storm Runner series is about Aztec right. uh, and Mayan mythology, or, or Storm Runner and Shadow Bruya. Thousand Worlds is Korean mythology. Sal and Gabby is the one EJ and I really want to check out, yeah, which is based yeah. on Cuban mythology. Like, yeah, there's all these cool. things where it's like people aren't um, putting this in front of kids in school, but then we are putting things like Greek mythology in front of kids in school, and and I don't see the point and i would rather sort of spread our touchstones out to more stuff like this and it, it's very great that rick riordan also saw that and was like hey there should be way more of this stuff touching on all of the various mythologies it, of the world putting, they're all and, cool <laughs> and very graciously you know i mean he is a big selling name so it's right. like it really does help these smaller authors who you know we i sir i've certainly haven't heard of most of these folks yeah. so you know it's like 
I, and I wouldn't, if it weren't for person, like we would not have heard of any of these. Right. Probably like in any way yeah. had we not found Rick Riordan, And so, right. or, or done or done the Percy Jackson series. So that's the greatest thing that I can say is that it's legacy yeah. is is going to be very good. I mean, it, and it already is because of all, I mean, there's a ton of books so in this, much. this series already, yeah. like 40. Yeah. So it's like, I'm, I'm down to read more of those. Um, and, uh, you know, just putting a cap on, on Percy Jackson, you know, like I said, it's not fun for us to read yeah. and it's not going to be fun for you to listen to. <laughs> it might be something that you loved. So, right. um, like I said, we try to do stuff that we really love. It's kind of like when you and Hunter try to play video games that you really love. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it's that we have that's to. what makes like, it more interesting is to have yeah, good, like fun, if I'm interested to be sparked in into yeah. joy and and fun conversations and and I think for me the the most interesting conversation we can have out of this one is like what do you do when something doesn't grab you and I and I think that's in part like a flaw of a show is EJ and I had to record an episode this week well the book we read even if we didn't finish it <laughs> was Percy Jackson so knowing in the future how we you know whether we <laughs> delay to, I mean maybe that's where picture books come in is like this one didn't work quick grab a picture book off the shelf and let's talk about it or something I don't know right. but yeah I mean it's it's not our intent to sit here and, and dog on a series that's not what this show is meant to be but it's also it's a weekly show where we talk about what we read so you know we're we're just trying to come by it honest so matt uh percy jackson then you know if if nora came home with percy jackson Mm. i would feel okay like that's the thing sure like that's kind of the it's it's weird because you and me don't like it yep and yet if she came home with percy jackson yeah you know i think you know i i don't know if she'd finish it but i i do know that like I, I would feel okay about it because it's like, like I said, it's a great touchstone. And think of, of the really rabbit cool hole things. she might go down, you know. Right. Hey, I kind of like this and I see this guy's right. name on a bunch of other books. Let's right. check all those out too. I mean, it's I think right. it's great. So, so, so as far as recommending it to my kid, <laughs> yes, actually. Yeah. And that's, I know that's a stark. <laughs> right. That's a stark contrast to our experience with the book. But yeah, it, that, that is exactly what I would say. I would say absolutely. I think for it sure. is for that age. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think we know what next week's episode is, but we hope you will join us again. Uh, I promise you it'll be something we're super jazzed to talk about because I would never put, put two sort of sad episodes back to back <laughs> on you. I wouldn't I won't do that to you, listener. So we'll come in next week with something really goofy and fun, I promise. Uh so yeah, join join us and uh also goodbye Percy Jackson forever. I'm sorry. Bye Percy Jackson forever. <laughs> is that our new tagline? The new tagline <laughs> of this show is goodbye Percy Jackson forever. Uh, what, what is it? What is it? Uh, uh, Pax Magnifica, Glorum, Bellarose, <laughs> whatever the hell it is. Good try. Very good, EJ. I'm putting that in the next episode of Space Cats. Pax Magnificum, Glorum, Bellarose. <laughs>